We're back, and we're going to be discussing The Midnight Dress by Karen Foxley. This we're- is the last chapter. Last chapter. Okay, so we're actually going to start with our 30-second summary. So, Charlotte, you want to go first because right. I went first last week. All right, I guess I'm up. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay, so this chapter starts with Rose talking to Edie about how Pearl disappeared in the midnight dress, which is the dress that Rose made for the Harvest Festival. And Rose is really conflicted about it because she's confused and scared and sad. And then at the end of the chapter, it's more um, Pearl's mom talking to Pearl's dad who finally showed up about um, Pearl and about everything that's gone on in his life. And it's just so sad that Pearl will never get to see her dad because she went missing before she ever got to see him. And then the book ends and it's really sad. Time! That was good. I feel like you got all the main points. I got all the main points. You I mean, did. there are a few little details, but yeah, I feel like... Well, I feel like... I like, kind of got in there. The details are within the main points. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, you so, ready? I don't know how I'm going to live up to this. A little nervous. Ooh. One, two, three. So basically, like you said, after the Harvest Festival, Pearl goes missing after her and Rose trade dresses. And like you said earlier, Rose is talking to Edie and how she's so upset and confused. And she's almost like having this internal conflict with how she feels about Rose and all this guilt that she's having. And then, you know, like at the end, we see Pearl's dad after she wrote the letter to meet him. And the mom and the dad are connecting again. And it's just really heartwarming to see how it all ends, even though Pearl might not be there. Time. That was good. Thanks, girl. I feel like we did really good this round. You know what? High five for that. Yeah. Honestly. And I feel like, you know, like just showing how Pearl and Rose and the dad and the mom and Edie, and it's just like you really see the whole connection. Yeah, and with so the characters. Like, especially at the beginning, how it was just like so separated. Like you could always see like a bond between like Pearl and Rose, but then it was like Pearl had her family and Rose had her family, and that was just separate. But then eventually the whole thing just melds together. And then there was Edie, who was always close with Rose, but everybody else saw her so weird. But then she comes and plays this huge part, and it's just it's so interesting to see how the whole book melds together at the end. Yeah, I really like how you said melts, and I think that brings us to our motif, which is a sense of belonging. And I think Edie and Pearl, and even Pearl's mother, and just every character in the book has shown Rose how to belong. You know, like with all of her trust issues in the beginning, and, you know, she was, like, moving around, and her mother had died, and she had kind of, like... I felt like lost herself. For sure. That's so true. And like throughout the entire book, we've been talking about like this trust and this faith. And I think that just really all wraps it up all together with this sense of belonging. Just especially because with the tragedy of Pearl going missing, Rose knows that she still has a place in the world because of Pearl. And Pearl will always live on within Rose because she helped Rose so much and she turned her life around. Yeah, and I also like how, just like a side note, but like kind of adding on to this, how she makes her chapters like thread, stitch, like different types of stitch. And like the end is cutting threads, finishing. And I think that's like showing how it all, like you said earlier, melts together and the Mm -hmm. sense of belonging because when they're making this dress and I feel like that connects to all the characters, there's the stitch and there's the fabric and there's everything is just such an important part. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just, 
it's so cool how the whole thing just wraps itself up so well. Like, I think the author did such a great job with, like, wrapping up the book and just tying all of the loose ends and just, like, everything. Like, obviously, it's so sad and so tragic that, for like, that Pearl went missing and that Rose doesn't have her anymore. But honestly, like it's kind of bittersweet because we also get to see the side of Rose that she can survive on her own and she can be herself without Pearl. Yeah, so let's go into our summary challenge going off of how great the author has written this book. So I will flip to a random page. And here. Okay. In Crystal Corner, there isn't a shine to Pearl the way you might expect. There is just one photo behind the counter of her in the tangerine dress the way the night began. Okay, so um, literally this quote is talking about the little bookshop that Pearl and Rose went into and that they went into kind of all the time. And this is the part where um, Pearl's dad is coming back and meeting Pearl's mom for the first time. And um, it's talking about how since Pearl was here so often, how this place was so important to her, you would expect there to be, like, a display in her memory, even though, like, like she's, she's missing. Not, she's, yeah, not she's not for d- sure dead. <laughs> but, like, she's missing and nobody can find her, and, like, they're assuming that she's dead, and we're assuming that she's dead. And there's not even anything in memory of her, and it's just so crazy that, like, she probably had such a huge impact on this place, like, she was there so often. And it's so crazy how, like, there's nothing even there in her memory yeah I think that like everyone trying to commoderate her memory if that's the right word I guess and she's just like that now that I think about that's definitely not the right word (laughs) (laughs) everyone trying to like keep her in mind and I feel like Rose is the only one that has that slight sense of hope that she will come back. She's mm-hmm. coming back. Oh, for Guys, sure. I know she's coming back. Like, she has to come back. And then it's like... At the same time, though, I feel like that might be one of the reasons why they don't have a shrine to her is because in the back of their minds, everybody has that. Because Pearl was such an outgoing person that she, ch- like, touched everybody's lives that she was with. And I think everybody just kind of has that underlying hope, like... Maybe she'll come back one day, and that's why they don't have this shrine to her. It's because they don't want to act like she's dead. Yeah, I totally agree, and I just, like, I think that it's showing that, like, there's a wonderful quote, and it says that you only give flowers, it's something along the lines of you only give flowers to dead people because guilt is greater than love. Mm -hmm. And I think this is figuratively showing that people kind of have this sense of guilt, you know, that, like, Maybe you didn't spend enough time with her. Maybe you didn't appreciate her enough. And there's almost this, like, little, like, heartbreak. And, like, once someone's gone, you don't know. Even though it's very cliche, you don't know how much you needed them. For sure. And I feel like looking into both of our lives, like, we've had so many similar friends. We've we've been friends for so long. And it's just like... We've known each other for what? Like, 10 years? I was going to say 12 12, 13 years? Like, we've known each other forever. Yeah, but it's like almost like I remember in third grade when we had a friend move away and we were just so confused and it was very quick and we just like you know all of a sudden you didn't realize how little time you had together she was just gone without a trace like I remember like it was in third grade so we were on the playground and we were talking to her and we were crying with her because 
because it was so abrupt and we didn't really know how to handle it. I mean, like, in third grade, we're about nine or ten years old, so I think it's, like, hard to handle your emotions, at least, like, even now. And, like, a lot of people need to, like, talk it out. And I think in, like, when you're in that state and, like, you're so young, you don't even know how to start with that. But, like, honestly, that helped, too, just, like, deal with the randomness that, like, came with it. And, like, losing somebody that close to you, like it really puts it into perspective. Like, I even use that now and I use it in the future. Like, looking at, like, don't take anybody for granted and don't, like, take your time for granted. Yeah, I think it's, like, so cliche, but honestly, it's something so important to live by that every day could be your last. You should always give 110%. You should always, like, tell people that you love them and that you're grateful for them because I think it's just so important to just show that, like, like... That life is a gift and that you really need to be thankful for it. Yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. And also, like, looking at this chapter, it's just so, like, life is just so weird. Like, the week that she goes missing, her dad shows up. Like, honestly, that's just so frustrating to me. Like, I know. I'm probably, like, overly involved, but, like, I am mad on behalf of, like, them. Honestly, me too. Like, come on. Like, what? <laughs> Karen really got to do us like that. Like, really, Karen? Come on. But I, like, I really did like how she wrapped up the book and how, like, mm-hmm. you see this character development between Rose and Pearl and, like you said earlier, yeah. like, how it all melts together and uh-huh. I think, like... It really, like, puts in perspective all these important life aspects. Like, don't take anything for granted. Your time is so limited. Like, friendships are forever. Like, you shouldn't, you should defy stereotypes. Like, you know, like, we see that with Edie, and we see that, like, Rose and Pearl, like, they spend so much time together, they get so close. And I think, like, it just shows not only the life aspect, but the cultural aspect of it, and it really broadened my eyes. And it's just, like, what we were saying earlier, how... Everything is, like, bittersweet. Everything has a silver lining. Like, sure, it's so terrible that Pearl disappeared and that she's probably dead and that she'll never meet her dad and that Rose doesn't have her anymore. But it taught them all these, like, such important lessons. And at least they got Pearl. Like, she lightened the lives of everybody that she met. Like, she was such an amazing person. And she helped Rose so much. And now Rose knows that she can make it without her. Like, sure, it's so terrible that she had to go. But look at all the things that, like, came good from her. I think that's so important to know. And, I like, I really did like this book and how it traveled through and the plot. And it just, like, really, it just shows people that life is so much more than just going through the days. Yeah. That you have to appreciate it for what it is. So we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Bye. That's it.